Welcome to the Project Leadership Institute podcast. Today we're talking about understanding my leadership role. One of our members, Cindy, sent these questions in. And today we're going to be taking a look at how to identify your leadership position, your leadership realm, and the dimensions that you work in as a leader. Cindy sent these in. Understanding the leadership role assigned to you. What are the inputs and outputs? How do you do that? What about the role of people you report to and those reporting to you? And how do you learn what drives other people? And what are some of the areas to ease the way of people you work with? And how do you identify quality and risk points? So let's go straight into understanding leadership at a very high level. First of all, you need to understand the leadership role assigned to you. And to do this, there needs to be a sense of accountability. First of all, you need to own whatever is given to you as part of your leadership responsibilities. There has to be transparency, fairness, and a right mindset. The second point at a high level, understanding the role of each of the people you report to and those reporting to you, you got to have an idea of what exactly those people do in your realm. So I suggest having dialogue and that could lead to a responsibility assignment matrix, perhaps more specifically a RACI chart with responsible, accountable, consult, inform, very clear so that you understand what is expected of you and they understand what is expected of them. Transparency and dialogue goes a long way. And then retrospect, just sit back, Think about the events of the past sprint or phase or month and ask yourself if there's something that you need to fine-tune as far as expectations you have for them or they have for you. Next, learning what drives people. Various things drive people. Everything from just affiliation to power for some people. And when I say power, not in a negative way. Some people just get energy from leading others. Accolades. Some people are motivated and inspired by that. It drives them. Accomplishments drive some other people and then rewards. Having some form of a reward, it doesn't even have to be tangible. It could be a word of affirmation. It could be a pat on the back. It could be an email to their boss or people working with them, just appreciating them. So understanding what drives other people takes some observation. It takes you always being on the alert to learn what drives people. Remember McClellan's theory? I'm going to ask that you go look that up one more time from your PMP world. Areas to ease their work and identify quality and risk points. For this, you have got to be transparent. Again, having dialogue. You also should inspect being constantly on the alert to inspect what makes things better. What gives a better quality output? What should I do from a risk management perspective or what should I do from an impediment management perspective? Having the flexibility to adapt and also that Kaizen mindset, continuous improvements. It may not be huge improvements, but if you retrospect, like I said in the second point, you get to a point where you are making small increments of improvements. Now, I would really like to zero in on the first topic here, which is all about understanding the leadership role assigned to you because everything rises and falls on leadership. So let's hone in on just that funnel. When it comes to leadership, 
in this context, I want to talk about four silos. The first one is accountability. Accountability means having open dialogue about whatever you are ultimately answerable to. Secondly, there has to be some form of documentation, especially when you work with people, because no one is going to remember every single thing that you're accountable for. But if it's documented, at least there's an understanding. So the responsibility assignment matrix and the RACI, they are great in pointing out your accountabilities. That's why we say responsible, accountable. That accountable person, there's only one, and you want to know, what am I ultimately answerable for? In understanding your leadership role, you also need to be on your A-game to pull versus push. You know, in the world of traditional, we push work to people. But in the world of agile, we want to develop a mindset where we pull work to ourselves. Case in point, while I was at Honeywell, my job was really clear-cut in defense and space. But I saw an opportunity to help my colleagues. I pulled the work of a coach in project management and for the PMP exam to myself. And I began coaching them, mentoring them, helping them, because many of them were failing the PMP exam. And I realized I should step up. That's being accountable, pulling that accountability to myself. And I got over 50 of them certified through my biweekly sessions. And in your job, it may not be exactly similar to coaching or mentoring, or maybe it could, not in project management, but maybe in something else. But you need to be open-minded and ready to pull work that is left, that no one's pulling to themselves. You need to be able to see a need and pull it to yourself and own it. And that's what accountability is all about. It's taking ownership. It could also be about being innovative, being an innovator, seeing the need and thinking out of the box to deliver a solution to the immediate need. Next, transparency. Transparency comes with copious, relevant communications. It comes with artifacts of relevance. It comes with being transparent as an individual, as a person, about the output that you're generating, the impediments that you're facing. A lot of times there's an expectation for us to be the impediment remover, and therefore, when we have impediments, we're not honest about it. No, we do need to be honest about our impediments, even if we are working our way out. We shouldn't cover those impediments. The next one is fairness. Being fair in how we distribute work to others, not just giving people dirty jobs, but doing some of the dirty, uncomfortable jobs ourselves. Privity, understanding what people are privy to and making that available. Collaboration, collaborating across the board. Understanding the concept of diversity. It's not just about race and religion and creed and so on. It's really more about how you think as individuals. And understanding that people are diverse in thinking is part of being fair. Some people may not process information as quickly as others, but when they finally do, the results could be tremendous, and maybe even not, but give people the benefit of the doubt. When people aren't getting a concept, always give them the benefit of the doubt. Last but not least is R&R, and by R&R, I mean rewards and recognition. <laughs> not rest and recreation in this case. Rewards and recognition, they go a long way in you being a leader. Recognize people, give them shout outs, be generous in how you pay people compliments and accolades. 
mindset is the final one here you need to have a mindset of lightening your leader's load as john maxwell says you got to lighten the load of the leader leaders like people who bring solutions not problems just like you appreciate when people bring you solutions not problems right so believe the best in people is another mindset see people as potential allies even if proven otherwise remember your mindset as a PMP certified person is to own the responsibility of stakeholders. Own the responsibility of engaging stakeholders. That's really what it is. Managing their engagement, managing their involvement, turning around a negative resistant stakeholder to being supportive and leading. Remember, we learned that back in the day. See your peers in the same way. See them as allies constantly be ready to add value to others. Remember what we've learned in the Project Leadership Institute, relationships, equipping, attitude, and leadership. So the equipping part, always adding value to others. Last but not least, Kaizen, having that mindset to constantly improve in baby steps. Now in closing, I want to talk about the 360 degree leadership mindset and we will talk about this a lot more at PLI, but for now, let's just talk about the concept of leading up. How do you lead up? You bring solutions, not problems. You lighten your leader's load. You ask, how can I help you? What can I do for you? Leading down is all about follow me. I'm right in front of you. That's how you lead those who report to you. You also take on a servant leader mindset, a servant leader posture, leading sideways, seeing peers as allies, lightening their load as well, however you can. Leading outwards is all about seeing people outside of the firm or outside of your immediate business unit and asking the question, how can I add value to these individuals? How can I make them have the best day possible as a contributor? How can I contribute more value and minimize worries or loads that I give them? Last but not least, leading across the organization is all about moving from department to far out departments and understanding how to be a bridge builder. And it comes with understanding the landscape. Whenever I go into a firm, the first thing I want to do is take a look at the org chart and understand how the org chart is structured, who is in charge at the highest level, who are the VPs or other C-level staff, how the directors pan in, if there are any cross-team collaborations on the org chart, such as one person reporting to two individuals, I want to know about that. And that is how you posture yourself in the right way to lead across. It's knowing the interconnection points. Last but not least, let's take a look at the leadership roadmap. You got to understand leadership is all about influence. It's not about authority. You could start with a position, but it doesn't end there. Leaders are courageous, challenge the status quo, be a servant leader, be a situational leader. Don't be a one trick pony. Great leaders cast vision and they help others understand the vision. Leaders empower others. Give power away. Don't be insecure. Give power away. Inspire people. Motivate people. Remember, motivating is like bathing. You don't say, oh, 
I did that yesterday, not today, no. We constantly motivate our team. We lead 360. We effectively communicate and connect. We show empathy and we value time and we value time of others. And we enable time management to our advantage and our team's advantage. Leaders produce results, so we produce results. We innovate and we add value to others. We sustain and improve our performance. We employ those who have skills that we lack. And last but not least, we grow other leaders. Thanks for joining me today. If you enjoy this and you want to be part of a leadership institute that grows project managers and project personnel in leadership, communications, agile project management, go on down to projectleadershipinstitute.com. Join us. We'll be learning a lot of material from my mentor and coach, John C. Maxwell. And one of the first things we do is we study relationships, equipping, attitude, and leadership, how to be a real success. All right. If you have any questions, put them in the comments below or just go on down to the website. You take care and bye for now.